Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The Ask Dr. Ernst Show is presented by Dr. Aaron Ernst, a board-certified chiropractic physician specializing in spinal correction, nutritional coaching, and cellular detoxification. And is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek a qualified healthcare professional before changing your health program or embarking on a new one. Visit AskDrErnst.com for more information. It's time to transform your health with one of the nation's leading and growing authorities in total health. Over the next hour, learn from experts on how to revolutionize the health of those you love most. This is Ask Dr. Ernst. And now, here's your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst. Good afternoon. Hey, it's Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. It's a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and today I'm here to inspire you, to coach you, and guide you to living life to your fullest health potential. I love that we get to take today and share a message that is going to transform, I believe, a lot of our listeners. We're talking about the problem of parasites. And it's a condition that a lot of us probably don't want to acknowledge that, hey, you know, maybe I have a parasite. But yet, get this, it's estimated that as many as 85% of Americans have some level of an infection, a parasite, something living inside of them that is feeding off of the foods they eat, the tissues of their body, leading to a major health crisis. And yet, unfortunately, a lot of times this is not detected until it's extremely chronic. Downstream effects being that many people notice fatigue and weakness, changes in appetite, etc. Listen to the top symptomatology behind having a parasite And I'm going to ask you a question. If you've been struggling with a health issue that you've tried everything, you've done traditional medicine, you've done alternative medicine, you've done holistic medicine, you've even tried alternative to alternative medicine, if you know what I mean. You've tried everything and nothing seems to be getting better. Maybe we should open up the idea that you might have a subtle or a quite drastic parasitic infection that hasn't been addressed. If you have chronic digestive issues, IBS, IBD, diarrhea, vomiting, bloating, gas, etc., could be a parasitic issue. If you're tired and weak all the time with high levels of anxiety, if you grind your teeth at night or during the day, if you have a diagnosed anemia or you have depression, you get headaches, you have abdominal discomfort, you have skin issues, so rashes, eczema, placking, etc., if you have a lot of aches and pains in your joints, if you have difficulty remembering things, if you have unintentional weight loss, if you're going like, I'm not really doing anything, but I'm losing a lot of weight, nutritional deficiencies, if you take a lot of vitamins, but yet you're not seeing an improvement in your health, if you have adrenal fatigue, if you've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia, chronic adrenal issues, chronic energy issues, or you have constant cravings for things that are sweet, then you may actually have a parasitic issue. Parasites, by definition, are any living organism that is inside of you. So it can be bacteria, fungus, yeast, or actual physical parasites. The good news is is that you can get rid of them and you can remove them in some simple techniques. 
So today I'm going to talk about some of the top herbs that you can use that are actually antiparasitic. We're going to go through what I call my parasitic cleansing program, how to do it with diet and some supplementation. And we're going to help you to break free from this condition that, and, and unfortunately, it affects a lot of Americans, but we don't know it because we don't acknowledge it because we traditionally either medicate or we over supplement our life to make ourselves feel better when the issue is some type of an infection internal. So if you're dealing with these symptoms and you're looking for a way out, I'm here to tell you that is available for you. Just pay attention today, take some good notes, follow the guides, and you're going to see a tremendous transformation. We're also going to discuss how you can get certain tests to find out if you actually have parasites and maybe how you can read your own recent tests to determine if this is an issue that you've had. So if you had a recent blood test done by your doctor and they looked at certain ones of these, you might be able to look at it and go, oh, there it is. I can see the parasitics, even though the doctors may not have pointed it out to you. So what are these tests that will help you to determine if you have a parasitic infection? Number one, if you've had a basic CBC panel done, I want you to scroll through and find the section on them counting your white blood cells. There's a specific white blood cell called eosinophil. On most labs, it's going to be labeled as EOS. So if you see an absolute EOS, the ranges are 0 to 0.4. If you have anything beyond 0.4, I want you to start thinking, oh my gosh, I may have parasites. Eosinophils are a specific disease-fighting white blood cell that only elevate during parasitic infections or a tremendous amount of allergic reactions. If they're extremely high, 10, 15, 20, 30, it can be an indication of a type of cancer. So we're actually looking for them to be over 0.4, maybe into the 1, 1 1.5 range. Three or higher, definite, diagnostic, it's a parasitic infection. So if you have high eosinophils, it's important that you start paying attention and potentially even seek some professional advice in the holistic space to be able to solve this issue. We know that parasites also lead to an inflammatory condition. So we're going to look for your inflammatory markers. C-reactive protein is one specific. If your eosinophils are over 0.4 and your C-reactive protein is elevated, anything over 3, I want your red flag alarms to start going off, going, oh my gosh, I have some level of an infection. I have a parasitic marker. It's more than likely that I have a parasitic issue going on. So we need to pay attention and start cleaning these parasites out. If you have elevated liver enzymes, specifically AST, ALT, GGT, or alkaline phosphatase, if they're elevated, it's an indication of liver inflammation. And one of the most unfortunate aspects is the liver can become suspect for parasitic infection. And again, many times these aren't things you would just see externally. And I'm not talking about like the heartworms that your dogs get or tapeworms. I'm talking about microscopic parasitic bugs that get into our tissues and wreak havoc on our health. And what do they do? Well, they cause a lot of symptoms that a lot of us deal with. So again, if today you're going, gosh, you know, I'm tired all the time. And, you know, I have periods of time where I want to eat. I'm hungry. And then I have a period of times where I'm not. My appetite's changing left and right. I'm highly anxious. I grind my teeth a lot. I'm depressed. I have abdominal discomfort. And I've been searching for answers for my health. And I've not been able to find them. What if it's the parasite problem? The fact that you may have them, but nobody's ever taught you how to find them or how to get rid of them. So that's what we're going to do today during our show. You're also going to see a little tidbit. If you notice symptoms get worse during that time of the month when the moon becomes full, I want you to start thinking about parasites. There's a major connection between the lunar cycles 
and your health if you have parasites involved. So we have this incredible show, so much information. And also, guess what? My next webinar is coming up in two weeks. It's the 24th of July. And get this, it's on thyroid. Did you know that 20 million Americans deal with thyroid issues? It's what prevents us from gaining weight or losing weight. It's what prevents us from having a tremendous amount of energy. It's what keeps us from feeling youthful, vibrant, and alive. So if you want to solve a thyroid issue or if you think you have a thyroid problem, if you're taking Synthroid, Levothyrox, and Armathroid, wake up right now. Let's solve this. 704-906-2094. The webinar is on the 24th of July at 10 a.m. in the comfort of your home. 704-906-2094. It's the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. We'll be right back. Good afternoon. Hey, it's Saturday, and you're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. It's a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and we're here today to talk about the problem with parasites. You know, unfortunately, it's a condition that a lot of us can deal with, and believe it or not, a relatively high percentage of adults living in the U.S. can be actually carrying parasites in their intestines, in their liver, in their body, and suffering from the detrimental downstream side effects towards our health. Some of the most com common symptoms include chronic fatigue, tiredness, and weakness, anxiety, teeth grinding. It's a big one. If you grind your teeth at night, I'm here to tell you it's one of the most common functional symptoms that we look for to say, oh, there's usually some parasites involved. If you're depressed, if you get headaches, if you have skin issues, chronic aches and pains, in your joints, your back, your neck, etc. If you have a difficult time with focus and memory and attention and recall, then it's more than likely that you may have some sort of a parasitic infection. Last week, we talked about the overgrowth of bacteria, the dysbiosis. Technically, that is a type of a parasite. The bacteria are overgrown. They're feeding off of the foods you eat. They secrete these toxins, the metabolites, and they create an inflammatory disorder. Well, the same thing rings true with things like candida, which is a yeast or even physical parasites themselves. Some of the most ominous are the ones that most of us can't see physically because they're tiny microscopic living organisms that get inside of our joints and into our organ tissues. Parasites are usually acquired by consuming some sort of either contaminated food or water, but what we often find is a lot of people that have that leaky gut syndrome that I talked about last week, the dysbiosis, the inflammation in the intestine, generally have a weakened immune response, which means they can't fight off the things that are naturally occurring in a lot of the foods that we eat. Look, I hate to say it, but our food is not sterile. And our stomach acid is supposed to clean down the food we eat, but a lot of us have low stomach acid, low enzymes. So what enters into your intestinal system is a food that substance has been digested, but there's still living entities and organisms inside of that. Sometimes you get parasites by being bit by a tick. Lyme's disease, or a mosquito, or flies, etc. So we do know that a major cause, now I hate to burst your bubble with this, but a major cause of parasitic infections in humans is the specific consumption of pork and pork-based products. Oh, I just heard about 80% of our listeners tuning away. Bacon, ham, barbecue. Listen, I know we live in the South, right? I get it. But you got to understand, pork can carry both parasites and worms primarily due to the fact that they live in an environment that's full of their own excrements and wastes. 
a lot of times they're rolling around in dirty mud and you know fecal materials, etc. And those parasites are reabsorbed into their skin. They get into the meat tissues, etc. And you physically can't cook many of them out. So undercooked meats, certain seafoods, shellfish specifically, oysters, crab, shrimp, etc. And even some of the more conventional beef products, right? So corn-fed raised animals. They tend to have sometimes more parasites within the meat tissues. International travel, of course, is another big deal. You know, today especially, you know, we're traveling more all around the world. And so if you've lived inside the U.S. and you've traveled to other places like Mexico and Africa, India, China, Japan, etc., sometimes we end up eating food over there that we don't have here, and we can pick up these small parasites. And the thing is, is they can live inside of us for a tremendous amount of time before becoming active. So if you've ever had, for example, again, this chronic fatigue, weakness, anxiety, teeth grinding, depression, headaches, and you're looking for a way out, maybe we should consider using some of the most powerful natural antiparasitics. Now listen, I'm going to throw this out. Even if you don't have parasites, these nutrients that I'm going to share with you today are very cleansing and detoxing. They can help to clear out bacteria. They can empty out a bile and congested gallbladder. They can drain your liver. They can actually help you to clean the tissues of the insides. And many of these are available in supplemental form or tinctures, or they're found in teas. But the first and most powerful of them all is black walnut. It's a type of walnut that contains a specific compound called juglone, J-U-G-L-O-N-E. Research on this specific product has been found that it fights back opportunistic bacteria in your intestines like Staph aureus and E. coli, Bacillus subtilis, even Penicillin and Aspergillosis, which are some harmful types of bacteria. And it's also known that it can kill down fungus and parasites. Additionally, black walnut is often a mild laxative, so it helps to get the elimination of microbes out as the intestines start to improve themselves and mobility starts to increase. Black walnut is best at about 250 milligrams, and if you do it three times a day, it's been historically something that is the first sort of ingredient that most people jump to when they say, I want to get rid of parasites. Black walnut. It works really well. Another one known as sweet wormwood or Artemisia annula, which is a wormwood. It's a bitter herb. It has properties that kill parasites. Specifically, it goes after some of the most opportunistic parasites that deal with liver infections and sort of... Uh, gallbladder, and even into intestinal infections. Some preliminary research shows that wormwood is also an anti-inflammatory. It has anti-cancer effects, and it's an immune modulator, which means it helps to increase your immune system. So if you want to start getting rid of parasites, we can start using wormwood as a supplement to help push that back. Again, about 200 milligrams three times a day has extremely high anti-parasitic properties. Another one that you have probably laying around in your house is garlic. Garlic is one of the most traditional medicinal herbs that is in the antiparasitic category because it can also help to get rid of unwanted bacteria. It's extremely antiviral and antifungal, so it can go after candida and things of this effect. And certain research is now starting to show it's actually a broad-spectrum antibacterial as well. Garlic is known to have a component called allicin, which when consumed in its raw state gives it its biggest effect. And so one of the easiest ways to do this is to simply smash it through a press or chop it into little tiny pieces because most of us can't handle the taste of it directly in our mouth. Put it inside an empty veggie capsule, fill it all the way up with raw garlic and swallow that 
And if you do this on a daily basis, again, two to three times a day, you can get the effects of the natural antibacterial, antiparasitic components of garlic. Something as simple as that. We also know that oregano and the oil of oregano is extremely antiparasitic. It's been shown that the oils themselves can kill down bacteria like MRSA, also fungus like candida, and it has a potential to be an antiparasitic. Oregano oil is an extremely easy oil to consume. You buy it in a raw state. It comes in a tincture, usually a, a compressed oil. And again, you can fill a veggie capsule with that, swallow it, and engage that natural antiparasitic effects. Oregano oil is usually good around 500 milligrams, three to four times a day. And it's a very powerful, easy way to consume a natural antiparasitic. The next one you may not have heard of, but it's called tribulus. It's a flowering plant that is known in the southern European and Middle Eastern areas. The herb was shown in research to have an extremely strong antiparasitic effect against pathogenic microbes. And there are multitudes of products that are parasite cleansers that tend to have this, this product in it called tribulus. So if you're looking on the um, health food store and you're, you're flipping through the para cleanses and the parasite cleanses and the candida gons, if you find one that has tribulus in it, it's a great one to use. Now, here's one that has been coming up into research as of late, and it's becoming very popular in the world of antiparasitics called Mimosa pudica, M-I-M-O-S-A-P-U-D-I-C-A, Mimosa pudica. It is a very interesting sort of Indian holistic herb that has been technically used for more than 3,000 years, according to some of the research I found, and it's been primarily used for dysentery, jaundice, uh, other blood issues, fatigue, more. But recently, they've been showing that it has this ability to stick directly to your intestinal tract. So think of it kind of like you can layer the intestines with this mimosa pudica, and it has a natural ability to fight back against parasites and worms. And it's considered to be some of the best and strongest natural antiparasites in conjunction with the oregano oil and the tribulus and the garlic and, of course, you know the sweet wormwood and black walnut that we've talked about. So if you write these ingredients down, you can either get them individually and start taking them on a daily basis, or many times there are some natural antiparasitic blends that actually have this. Now that we've talked about the herbs that we want to use, I'd like to go into the concept of how to get rid of parasites using a cleansing diet. Okay, so what we do know is that there are specific foods that have the ability to activate those herbs and create a more harmful environment that kills down parasites and bacteria, but yet leaves the healthy nature of your digestive system alone to give you sort of a sealing effect to the intestines and also the antiparasitic fighting power. During this component, this program, I want you to understand you have to eliminate anything and everything that turns into sugar because that's what feeds these living creatures. So we recommend typically no fruits, no dairy, no wheat, no rice, no corn, no soy, no oats. You're going to be focusing on mostly plant-based fats, coconuts, avocados, chia seeds, flax seeds, proteins from fish, chicken, turkey, eggs, grass-fed beef sources, and vegetables that are in the category of what I will call sort of anti-inflammatory, your greens, your whites, your colors, etc., Typically, what we recommend if you have a lot of what you believe to be a parasitic a source or an infection going on is your breakfast should be a liquid 
that's extremely high in plant fats and small amounts of proteins. So this is where we typically would say take a full can of coconut milk, pour into a blender, add some chia seeds, add some flax seeds, possibly some pumpkin seeds. You're going to learn in just a moment they're extremely antiparasitic. Blend that around, add a little bit of coconut oil to it, maybe about a scoop or half scoop of protein powder, and that liquid breakfast becomes a very powerful anti-inflammatory that has a tremendous amount of natural antiparasitic aspects to it. For lunch, what we usually would recommend is you do nothing but a massive salad. No proteins on it, just all vegetables, and use either olive oils or apple cider vinegars as a dressing. And then for dinner, here comes the protein we use within a double portion of either vegetables or potentially some fermented foods and things like that. So we want to use, again, organic food products, fish, chicken, turkey, eggs, but you eat those in the evenings, so you have a moderately low, high-fat breakfast smoothie. You have an extremely low-fat, low-protein, so mostly vegetable-based salad lunches, and then you do a protein, vegetable, or fermented food products for dinner. And if you follow that pattern, what you'll see is your symptoms usually improve, and we then can use those antiparasitic herbs that I talked about. Now, I have a commercial break coming up, but I want to let you know about one thing. In about two weeks, I'm hosting a new webinar on the thyroid conditions. A lot of people today struggle with taking Synthroid, Levothyroxine, Armothroid, Naturothroid. They've been doing for years, but never solving their underlying thyroid issue. It's the number one question I get on our website. I have high, low thyroid. What can I do about it? Well, you know what you can do? You can join me on the 24th at 10 a.m. for the Solving Thyroid Conditions Naturally webinar. It's 10 a.m. in the comfort of your home. It's absolutely free. And if you're looking to get off thyroid medications or lose weight and get your energy back, 704-906-2094. 704-906-2094. See us, Dr. Ernst Show. The best is yet to come. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Good afternoon. Happy Saturday. You're listening to the Ask Dr. Ernst Show. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and we're here today in the WBT studios talking about your health and how you can be set free, lose weight, feel great, get your energy back, all by dealing with a condition that most of us probably would say, oh, are you serious? I might have parasites. Well, according to what the studies say, 85% of people in the world have a parasite living inside of them, and they're not paying attention to it because the symptoms that are produced by these critters that can get in our intestines or into our liver, our gallbladder, etc., will create what are called reactions that are often confused into medicine, saying, well, we've got a supplement for that or a medication for that. We have a procedure for this. Look at this, right? The number one symptom of having parasites is chronic fatigue and weakness, anxiety, teeth grinding, depression, headaches, abdominal pain, focus issues, memory, brain fog, forgetfulness, etc., rashes, skin reactions and problems, nutrient deficiencies, and chronic fatigue slash fibromyalgia. So I wonder if you're dealing with something and you're going, I wonder if I could have a parasite. How would we know? Well, we talked at the top of the hour about how there's some t blood tests that you may have already had done, but unless you know how to read them and connect the dots between each individual test, you may have never actually been told it could be parasites. First test we look for are your eosinophils. It's a specific type of white blood cell. And on a basic panel, you're going to see sections where they start talking about the sizes of your red blood cells. They'll show you how many neutrophils and lymphocytes you have. So you want to find that section that's looking at the types of white blood cells you have and look for one that's called EOS or eosinophil. 
If your absolute eosinophil is higher than 0.4, I want you to start thinking, uh-oh, I might actually have a parasite causing my health issues. If it's well beyond a 3, but under, say, 10, then it's a definite parasitic issue. If it's over 10, then that's something more serious, and you need to physically reach out to a holistic or a wellness coach or even a physician because that can indicate a major issue. So your eosinophils being elevated is one red flag. Number two, we know that parasites can create liver inflammation. So we're going to be looking for things like C-reactive protein. It's an inflammatory marker. If your CRP levels are over 1.0, I want you to start thinking parasites. If they're well over 3.0 and your eosinophils are high over 0.4, then I really want you to start thinking about parasites. And get this, because parasites tend to hang out in your liver, we're going to be looking at the enzymes of your liver. So AST, ALT, GGT, and alkaline phosphatase. I know, listen, I'm like, whew, I'm speaking Greek to some of you. But remember, in this day and age, you have to pay attention to yourself. You have to become your own doctor. You need to start learning about yourself and your health so you can take charge and take that responsibility. If you need some help with it, guess what? We're available. AskDrEarns.com. Top right-hand corner is a contact us. If you have a health question, ping it over to us. You'll see a section that says free consultation. If you want to chat about your health, maybe you had a recent test done and you're going, I don't know how to read this. Shoot it over to my team. We'll read through it. We'll have a phone call. We'll actually show you if there's some things you can do using natural and holistic techniques so you can become your own healer. You know, our show exists for one reason, to teach and educate so you take control of your health and you become your doctor and you heal yourself. What are some other indications on your lab exams? Well, there's something called iron-ferritin relationship. And it's important that you understand that iron is something that we need, and ferritin is a form of stored iron. It's like a backup. Certain parasitic infections can actually block the ability for you to secrete and convert your ferritin scores into iron. So what we start to see is low iron and low ferritin. And then because these parasites can sometimes feed off of the iron, what we'll start to see is these results will begin to develop into an anemia. So unfortunately, a lot of people that will say, well, you know, I have an anemia. I've been told about all this time. Uh, I've, I've been taking my iron. I've been doing everything. It's not changing. Uh, time to start waking up and thinking about parasites. There also is, thanks to the adventitious ability for us to have these brand new tests now, you can actually get physical testing done of your body, either through GI mapping or organic acid profiling, where we can actually look to see, do you have biomarkers of parasites? And if you do, then guess what? Now we understand what the source and cause of your health issue is. And when we start going down a natural antiparasitic technique, then your body can start to bounce back. So we talked at the top of the hour about some of the most powerful herbs. I want to revisit them. And I also want to then shift gears into sort of the solving effects. How can you begin an antiparasitic program in the comfort of your own home? Well, number one, let's start using some of these natural herbs. Black walnut. It's been shown to have a compound called jugulone that actually is a extremely powerful antibacterial, antifungal, and antiparasitic. Black walnut also gives a slight mild laxative effect, so it helps to eliminate a lot of the microbes and the waste products from your digestive system. It is usually the number one ingredient you find in a lot of antiparasitic sort of programs, but it's something simple, easy, and obtainable, and you can simply get it online. Sweet wormwood, also known as Artemisia annua, annua 
is a wormwood extract. It's a bitter herb that has properties and powerful abilities to kill down parasites. Specifically, the research shows it also is anti-inflammatory, anti-cancerous, and immune regulatory, which means it boosts your immune response, which will naturally help your body to kill down parasites. It also can contain the ability to control a SIBO, which is a bacterial infection, like we talked about last week, that leads to an inflammatory process. Garlic, love it. Let's use it. The easiest way to do it for antiparasitics is to take a clove, smash it through a press, or chop it into a little tiny pieces, pack it into an empty veggie capsule two to three times a day. Not only is it a great anti-inflammatory and can it improve other areas of your health, but the active ingredient called allicin is a known antiparasitic. So you can supplement with that directly. You can eat it, consume it, use it. Oregano and oregano oil, again, another very, very powerful natural antiparasitic. You can take the oil of oregano, put drops of it into an empty veggie capsule, consume that two to three times a day, and you can increase your body's ability to fight down not only just bacteria, but viruses and parasites. Certain studies have shown it's actually extremely beneficial towards removing those living critters from your intestines. And where on earth is this time going by? We have to talk about Mimosa Pudica again, and then we're going to go through our antiparasitic diet. So we're going to do that when we come back from this next commercial break. But right now is your opportunity to pick up the phone if you have a thyroid condition. If you're taking Synthroid, Levothyroxine, Armothroid, and you're wondering, is there a way out? Yes, there is. If you're looking to lose 20 or 30 pounds because you've been doing everything right, but it's not flying off, it could be your thyroid. I'm hosting a free thyroid webinar on the 24th of this month, 10 a.m. in the comfort of your home. All you have to do to join us is call 704-906-2094. That's 704-906-2094. Call it or text your name and your email right now. Registration is free. The webinar is going to change your life, and you'll find a way to finally solve this thyroid condition. See the Ask Dr. Arn Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Good afternoon. Hey, it's Saturday, and you're listening to the Ask Dr. Earn Show. It's a show where pounds are shed, disease is dead, and where you can be set free from your health problems when you become your own healer. I'm your host, Dr. Aaron Ernst, and thank you for tuning in today. We're talking about the condition that most of us probably don't want to talk about. What if our health issues are coming from parasites? They are organisms that can live inside of our body. You become the host. They become the, the parasites, right? And they suck the living daylights out of you. Parasites in your body can cause all types of health issues, some ranging from simple symptoms like a skin rash or a little bit of some fever, abdominal discomfort, bloating, gas, etc. Or they can lead to more serious health issues, chronic fatigue, weakness, fibromyalgia, autoimmune conditions. And they often show up in other areas in regards to symptomatology that we don't associate with being a health problem. Grinding your teeth, for example. We had a listener text in over the last commercial break saying, man, I grind my teeth at night. My wife tells me all the time. I never knew it could be from parasites. Well, here's the thing. We need to get tested to find out if it is. We talked about some of the tests you can do, including looking at your blood panels that maybe your doctors have run. Or if not, why don't you seek some advice through either a holistic physician or a wellness coach. If you're in the Charlotte area greater and you'd like to look into this, askdrernst.com. There's an option at the top that says request a free consultation. Myself and one of our team members, we'd love to connect with you and help to connect the dots to see if what you have is an, a parasitic issue. 
85% of people in the world have parasites in their bodies, and yet we're not paying attention to them again because they usually don't show up as some outward presentation that would make us say, gosh, I think I have parasites. So if your eosinophils are high, it's a white blood cell. We talked about this at the top of the hour. If those are elevated, if the absolute count is beyond 0.4, I want your brain to start thinking, uh-oh, I might have parasites. If your C-reactive protein is elevated above a 1.0 marker, definitely beyond three, then I want you to start thinking about parasites. If your liver enzymes, so you know what? I work with a lot of clients who say, Dr. Arnst, my doctors have constantly been trying to figure out why I have elevated liver enzymes. My ALT, my AST, my GGT, my alkaline phosphatase is high. I've done everything right. I've done everything they've asked for, and my liver enzymes won't come down. Well, maybe it's a parasitic issue. If you've got ferritin challenges or an anemia or you have Again, a chronic health condition that you've done everything that you tried to do right, but it's not resolving. I just want you to start thinking, what if it's a parasite issue? We talked also at the top of the hour about where parasites come from. How do we get them inside of us? Well, unfortunately, it comes a lot from the foods we consume and the deficiencies that we have within our digestive system to start with. Stomach acid is required to sterilize your food that you eat. So if you have low stomach acid, we don't sterilize the food as well, and those living organisms can get into the digestive system. We talk a lot about how our enzymes and our bile productivity, how your liver has to secrete a solution to help you digest fats and proteins. If your liver enzymes and your pancreatic enzymes are deficient, then we don't often digest the food properly, and that living food products, the undigested proteins, get into the intestines, and they can actually feed bacteria and fungus and yeast and potential parasites. So how do we solve this? Well, number one, we're going to have to start cleaning out our diet. We talk here at the Ask Dr. Ernst Show a lot about how I call it a healing diet. It's a shift away from conventional food products. A, not just processed foods, but watching out for the amount of grains we eat, corn and uh, rice and wheat and soy and oats, to pull away the inflammatory aspects and the high sugar components of that. We have to get away from grains and sugars Second, if you're thinking you have parasites, you want a drastic change within your health, you have to decrease the amount of fruits you consume. I know what you're saying. It's natural, Dr. Ernst. This is a fruit sugar. I should be able to eat this. But again, remember, if you've got a health issue, you don't want to feed that. So we stay away from fruits, we stay away from grains, and we start bumping our plant fats through the roof. A coconut smoothie made with coconut milk, chia seeds, flax seeds, either a vegetarian or a whey source or potentially even a bone broth source protein powder is a great first morning meal if you're wanting to see if you have a potential for parasites. If you start consuming that for breakfast and your energy starts going through the roof and you start seeing changes in your mood and your affect, then we have a positive sort of self-diagnosis. For lunch, let's incorporate a tremendous amount of healing vegetables and herbs. We can focus on a lot of foods that are actually naturally antiparasitic, including garlic and onions. Herbs like oregano and ginger and turmeric are also very antiparasitic and antifungal. And we can incorporate coconut oil into our food products by either blending it into smoothies, melting it down and drizzling it onto our salads, or cooking our food products within it. We know that apple cider vinegar is an extremely powerful acid that helps to increase your stomach acid production which will help you to fight back from the source. We also know that it helps restore a healthy pH balance. So let's start incorporating more apple cider vinegar into your diet. Fresh vegetables, of course, those that are in the green category are anti-inflammatory. So we want to incorporate more of those. 
They, help, they actually help to nourish your intestines. They provide fiber, which can help to regulate bowels and help to flush out toxins. So what are we doing? We're avoiding sugar. We're getting rid of processed foods. We're keeping our alcohol consumption to as close to zero as possible. Ah! We're getting rid of pork. Ah! Because there's a main source of parasites. We're washing out for shellfish, you know, shrimp and crab and lobster and oysters. Again, a lot of parasites found in them. We're getting rid of our grains, right? So wheat and corn and rice and anything that has gluten or can be broken down into a carbohydrate source. And now we need to start cleaning out our bowels. Okay, I'm going to give you my top two things to start doing. One can be done in the comfort of your home if you feel up to it. It's not extremely difficult, but it just means that you have to be a little adventurous. It's getting into the, the area of doing what's called a colonic or a coffee enema. In your house, you can do these very simply by buying an enema kit. Some of the most powerful enemas that help with parasites include doing a straight water enema, which is just, again, clean, filtered, warm water, or doing what's called an organic coffee enema. Coffee enemas are a great option because the natural stimulation through the caffeine that goes into the portal veins, that goes up to your liver, will force the liver to squeeze out a lot of its bile and its solutions, and you can eliminate, many times, parasites directly into the bowels and safely eliminate them into your stools. If you do a colonic, now we're going a little bit more professional. You're seeking some sort of a colon hydrotherapist, and there's many in the greater Charlotte area and potentially even where you are. Just go onto Google and type in colonic or colon hydrotherapist, your zip code, and you'll find some. It's an important way to help to encourage regular bowel movements by cleansing the body. And many experts actually recommend that colonics can help to improve your gastric mobility. And that oftentimes, sometimes even colon hydrotherapists will admit they can see physically parasites coming out as they do the colonic session itself. Some other things you can do that work really well to help you increase your natural antiparasitic power is to start doing something called dry skin brushing. Dry skin brushing is an incredible way to support your lymphatic system. Not only do you remove dead skin cells from the surface, but you actually stimulate your nerve system. There's nerves in all areas of your skin, and it helps to open up the lymphatic tissues. Dry brushing doesn't cost much. It's about 7 to $8 to buy a skin brush. And to perform it, you just simply scrape the extremities of your body up towards your heart. So left arm goes towards left shoulder, right arm towards right shoulder, legs up towards the abdomen. And what this does is it stimulates detoxification, enhances your lymphatic system, strengthens your immune response. And a lot of times parasites tend to hang out in your lymph tissues. So you move the lymphatics, you're forcing these things to go up into the lymphatic drainage points, which then gets them into the body and into the elimination system. So it's going to help you to clear them naturally. We also talked about how there's many different herbs and vitamins and nutrients you can use, some of which include not only just things like uh, coconut oil, garlic, oregano, but also black walnut and uh, sweet wormwood, and also looking into things like the oregano oils, tribulus, and the most popular of all for the parasites, which is mamusa pudica. And it's an easy, simple herb you can find online. It's been used for thousands of years. It has this ability to sort of stick to the intestinal barriers and create a support system so that it grabs the parasites, neutralizes them, and allows your body to safely eliminate them. Another thing you can do is start incorporating the power of an anti-inflammatory intermittent fasting diet. 
I know I talk about this a lot, but it's because it's so powerful. It has such an ability to stimulate your immune response. If you begin to hold back on eating certain foods, where we skip breakfast, we only eat lunch and dinner, you actually activate your immune response in a tremendous amount. In fact, some studies show that intermittent fasting can help to engage you into an aspect of ketosis, which is an active state of a metabolic change where you're enhancing your body's natural ability to fight infections, including parasites. To do an intermittent fast, the easiest way is to start simply by skipping breakfast and eating your lunch and your dinner within about an eight-hour window. So you would, for example, start your lunch at noon. You'd finish your dinner by about 8 o'clock. And what are we doing? Well, we're incorporating those highly powerful antiparasitic foods. Here's one you should really think about, and the research is very clear on this. Pumpkin seeds have an exceptional antiparasitic power to them. What happens is when you take them and either blend them into an, uh, a, a um, like I'll call it a butter, or you, you crush them up and make a powder with them, it has this component that is an antioxidant and an antiparasitic called tetracycline terpenes and something called curcurbinites. I had to practice this one. They can physically paralyze worms and make them difficult for them to live and survive within your body and help to naturally eliminate them. It's as easy as this. One cup of pumpkin seeds a day. For example, you can eat them directly. You can grind them into a powder using a coffee grinder, sprinkle them into your smoothies or onto your salads, or you can throw them into a blender or food processor with a little bit of either olive oil or even avocado oil or a small splash, if you have it, pumpkin seed oil. Blend it around and you get what's known as pumpkin seed butter, an extremely antiparasitic, healthy fat that's anti-inflammatory and actually has the ability to help you eliminate parasitic infections. Again, where do these things come from? Well, they come from the foods we eat, specifically pork and shellfish. They come from potentially contaminated water sources. They come from the aspects of if you have a dysbiosis or a leaky gut or a deficiency in your stomach acids, we don't sterilize the foods we're consuming, and these living critters get inside of us, and they wreak havoc on our immune system, making us sick. So if you're someone who's been dealing, again, with chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia, weakness, difficulty with losing weight, or you've been having joint pains or brain fog or forgetfulness. I know the list is so long, but you have to understand it's such a root system. If there's parasites in your body, it's going to suck the life out of your immune response and we get sick. So now you know how to identify them with looking at your blood tests. You know some simple herbs you can use on a daily basis to crush them down. You know a diet that's going to support an antiparasitic aspect. And if you're looking to break free from your health issues, why don't you join me on the 24th? I know it's about thyroid, but guess what? Most of us want energy and weight loss, and your thyroid hormones are vitally important for that. On the 24th of July at 10 a.m., I'm hosting a webinar where we're going to solve thyroid issues, weight loss issues, and energy issues. And the webinar is absolutely free. Pick up the phone and call 704-906-2094. You can also text your name and your email right now and you'll be registered instantly for the webinar on the 24th at 10 a.m. Thanks for tuning in today. It's been an, an absolute honor to be with you, and I hope you guys found today to be helpful, informative, and remember, you hold the power of healing in your own hands. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much. Oh.